Hi, welcome to our podcast. I'm Joanna. And I'm Christine. And we are Nurses, Nurses Off, Off Duty. If you are tuning in, we are two nurses talking about our journey through nursing school and now working in our dream jobs. Yeah. Guys, welcome back to episode four. We want to thank you guys for all the support we've been getting. Um, and just a shout out to all of our listeners in Canada, United States. And we've got some from Dubai, from England. Christine and I are super overwhelmed. and Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And we'd love to visit you one day. Oh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do that, Christine. Anyway, guys... We are going to get right into it. Episode four. What are we talking about, Christine? So today we'll be talking about a little bit about self-care, uh, what we do about it, how we cope, and what we like to do on our days off, and how we kind of feel before and after a shift and things like that. Mm-hmm. So overall, nursing, whether you're in nursing school or whether you're working, it can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, So we want to talk about tips that will help you get through that stress and perhaps reduce those jitters before going to work. Because yeah, I even still get a little bit of jitters or a little Mm -hmm. bit of, like, maybe a little bit of anxiety before going to work. So let's try to target that. Let's try to find ways to cope with that. So Christine and I are going to talk about that today. And what about we start with nursing school, Christine? Yeah. I feel like even if you don't have, like, if you're a nurse or if you're not, people always get a little anxious before work, starting a new job and things. So it's literally towards anyone and anybody can use these coping skills and tips and just kind of share our relatable experience as well. So let's begin diving back into nursing school. How did you feel uh, at the beginning of nursing school? Okay, so at the beginning of nursing school, overall, I'm a pretty chill person. Mm-hmm. I honestly should have cared a little bit more at the beginning of school. I thought, yeah. you know what? It's going to be okay. I was a good high school student. Yeah. So I went in with kind of a laissez-faire kind of mind. Like, I love school. It was easy kind of for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, exactly. Little did I know, first year of nursing school is probably one of the hardest ones because you're not actually getting into nursing, nursing. Mm -hmm. It's mostly like just the basics, like anatomy, uh, microbio, all of the things that you don't really think you're going to use in nursing, Mm -hmm. right? So I got really overwhelmed with all of the workload, with anatomy. I started noticing that my grades were not the best first year. Yeah. So I cried a lot. I always like was very worried about nursing school and I was always comparing myself to Oh my God, what about the others? What are the others doing? How are, how well are they doing? You know what I mean? Um, And you kind of like, well, you're like, oh, if I got a bad grade, that means I'm going to be a bad nurse. Yeah, exactly. Because you're like, I'm too dumb to take care of people, you know, or like, it's not, you know. I got a bad grade in English. I'm going to be a terrible nurse. You know, I was just like freaking out. But you, how about you, Christine? I do remember one time, do you remember we were in psych class and you're like, guys, I think I'm going to talk to the prof and talk to her about like my anxiety because I'm getting a little nervous about. Yeah. So for me, I didn't really know what anxiety was necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we were in like, Mental health was, like, third year, though. But no. I think I had it before. No, we had psych. Oh, psych? psych. Oh, okay. Psych was the first. Yeah. And I remember you going up to, she was super nice. Maybe, yeah, because I didn't know what this, like, feeling was. That, you know, you're scared, your heart's racing, you're thinking, you know. Not when you wake up, necessarily, but when I was on my way to class, you know, if you're going to be late. Everything was kind of different for me, and I didn't know what that feeling was. And, you know, like, in psych, I guess, we were talking about 
just different moods and feelings and anxiety. So I didn't know what that was. So I guess I, I don't remember talking to her, but I actually went to go see like a counselor about oh, it. Yes. In, it yeah, in at U Ottawa and then in Ye, at Algonquin College as well. Because mm-hmm. I just didn't know what that feeling was. And then little did I know, it's just kind of situational anxiety about you want to do better in classes. You want to do, you know, you don't want to be late for class. You want to do great to your abilities. Um, So basically they told me that I wasn't actually like, I Googled generalized anxiety syndrome or something like that. It was just like situational. So I would get very anxious on my way to classes, mostly because I always run late. (laughs) And then uh, before exams. Yeah. So we can talk a bit more about in, like yeah. anatomy because that's when I f- really knew about anxiety and yeah. like how much I was nervous for it. Yeah. So and I remember like on one of our exams or something, I said like I wasn't feeling good or you know about it, and then I mentioned that I cried like the day before, and it was funny because like one of us cried the day before, one of us cried after. And then I remember our friend Kayla cried like two weeks beforehand. And I was like, oh, you're, you're so prepped. It honestly gets you at different points. Guys, you may get it first year. You may not get it first year. Or at all. Or at all. You, you or at know. all. Yeah. I, I, at first year, it wasn't too bad. I was just crying because I was lazy and I would study very last minute. That's why I would cry. Mm-hmm. It really hit me fourth year when I really noticed that I think I... I have anxiety. Okay. I was, I remember it was after lab. I had just finished like a maternity lab and I was so excited because I loved it. I knew that I wanted to work with babies, but I knew that consolidation was coming. I had a couple of papers. I had an exam and I found myself at the end of class starting to shake and I felt myself having some palpitations. I have started having some shortness of breath. I got home and like everything I was so dizzy I thought I was gonna faint so I went to bed and then when I got up I realized I was having like a mini like anxiety attack attack. yeah Yeah. so it's just a matter of talking and trying to find a way to cope with it so we're just gonna get into that so we can help you guys in case you do get into those kind of situations yeah and then find out what triggers you and what yeah and what can help exactly Okay, so let's flip over and talk about what we use and our coping skills during nursing school. So one of the things I mentioned before was going to see a counselor. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know what those feelings were. I thought I, you know, I needed help. I needed medication. I just wanted it to go away. But a lot of things that I was getting kind of anxious or nervous about, I could control. And the counselor actually said, like, I did like a whole questionnaire. I did... um, like an hour session and stuff like that. And basically she mentioned that it was kind of um, situational and it was like, I didn't get anxious any other time other than going to school usually. So one of the things that helped me was if I took like an earlier bus, I would be late for class. Right. And like, I didn't do it every single week. So I would still be anxious and running to class mm-hmm. late. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the stuff you can't even control. If your bus is late, you can't control that. Like you tried your best. Yeah. Trying to get up, trying to make it to class. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, one of the things was counseling, um, but I only did that once. And then finding out what kind of made me nervous. Exams made me nervous because the results scared me. You know, if you work so hard and or you didn't know what you were doing, especially after an exam, I'd be like, oh, I failed. I failed. My life's over. I'm not going to be a nurse. Might as well drop out now. And like, it was funny. A lot of 
times after exams, we would always joke about dropping out because like we wouldn't make it through oh nursing gosh. school yeah. and figuring out other jobs we can do and things like that. Yeah. But again, we were so young at like 17, 18 years old. Like we didn't know what was going on. So yeah. I hope this podcast also helps you like yeah. know that your feelings are valid and you know, we can always talk about it and 100%. try to get through it. We went through the same thing you guys are going through right now. So it's a pleasure to let you guys know how you can cope. You can get through this. Yeah. Um, for me, the way that I coped, well, first year I just realized, you know, if I prepared beforehand for exams, it just went a little bit better. I wasn't just, I wasn't as overwhelmed, you know, giving myself a good couple of weeks to study for it. Except, you know, I did really, I, you know, you knew me. Yeah. I would like stay up all night yeah. to study for an exam. So I just had to figure out my my groove of studying. That was yeah, the biggest okay. thing. My groove of studying was the biggest thing. But in fourth, in fourth year, when I started to get very anxious, talking to people, talking to my mom, letting her know what was happening, mm-hmm. meditating was huge. Like, just doing yoga in the morning. I did yoga before, before exams. Oh, so, Oh, cool. my God. So good. Fourth year were my best grades because I did, like, yoga before exams. Mm-hmm. Um, I or, or maybe you're also more like confident because then you know how to study, you know the material. Yeah. That means that like obviously you're gonna get a good grade if you yeah. kind of understand the topics more. Yeah. Whereas first year you get like, um, you know, five classes mm-hmm. times three hours mm-hmm. of lessons, and you're just expected to learn the whole textbook by the end yeah. of the semester. So yeah. it was overwhelming, but yeah, definitely learning your learning style and then knowing the topics yeah. like will make you feel more confident. Exactly. Also, don't push yourself through everything. Like, if you find yourself getting exhausted, take that break and sleep. Sleep for just a little bit. Yeah. You know, take a breather. Go out with your friends. Talk with your friends. Like, mm-hmm. you guys, Christine, uh, Kayla, Matt, yeah. really helped me through. I bet Jesse, your boyfriend, also helped you out throughout yeah. the whole <laughs> process oh, of it. Jesse. Shout yeah. out to Jesse. Yeah. Um, it was bad, too. Like, I remember when I was, like, 17 or something, after an anatomy exam, so conveniently, I would, you know, get stressed um, about the exam, being like, oh, I'm a failure, I quit, you don't want to be with me. <laughs> and then we would always break up for, like, would... five minutes, and we're like, okay, never mind. <laughs> Christine would break up with us after every exam. <laughs> so, see, I found my trigger, though. I was like, it's the anatomy exam. It's Right, so let's talk about our stresses and how we cope with nursing now in our nursing jobs um so christine when do you feel most anxious and how do you deal with it so i feel most kind of anxious like the day before my set Mm -hmm. so if i work two days two nights five off the day before my first day i would literally get in bed at like maybe 8 or 9 p.m and not fall asleep until like midnight or something like that just because i'm worried about um, mostly my assignment, you know, do I have to do something that I don't know how to do? Am I going to be a good enough nurse? Am I prepped enough for all of this and things like that? So that's mostly what I'm nervous about. A lot of nurses that I've talked to, like even if they're one year out or 10 years out, they feel the same. They just don't sleep well the day before just because they're anticipating what might happen. And to cope with that really is just to talk to my colleagues. Yeah. Um, everyone feels the same way. So I'm not like an alien or I'm not, not in a good nurse. Um, and then lots of things that do help me is that if you do have a bad assignment or you don't know what to do, there's nurse educators on the weekends, there's the coordinators to help you and see, you know, well, 
if I call to this unit, will they know what to do and what to help me with and things like that. For me, I'm very nervous about having a patient with like a chest tube or like, I'm like, oh great, a vac is due today. But the thing is now with vacs, I'm just, I just grab my buddy on the floor and we're like, can we do this vac at like 10 o'clock? And after it gets done, you're just so relieved, you yeah. know, because you got it out of the way. The patient will be, you know, can do their activities, can get up to the chair, can do everything because you, you know, you finish that task. But also just if you don't know what to do, don't do it because mm -hmm. it's your license. So you just need to ask for help and ask for the right help. You actually touched upon most of the things like I wanted to say. I will oh, like thanks. second on that. <laughs> okay. Because it's very true. Um, my biggest worry is getting onto the floor, especially because I'm I'm still quite new at what I do, like mm -hmm. labor and delivery. You also don't see anything that is the same in labor and delivery. Everything is always different. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm always scared to go in there the night before thinking, oh my God, what is going to be waiting for me on the floor? Don't get me wrong. I love my job. I absolutely love it. However, I get really nervous, just like you. Um, but I'm going to second on what you said, because the biggest help is asking. Ask, ask, ask. You are an advocate for your patient, but also it's your license. Um, so being able to just ask my colleagues to help me out with this situation. I haven't seen a fetal heart rate like this before. Um, I like just, just being able to communicate with your team. It just reduces my anxiety by so much. Mm -hmm. Um, and at first I was scared to ask and that was also an anxiety, but you have to break through that. Like there's no easy or way to say that, like just mm -hmm. break through your anxiety of asking questions because it's going to help so much to bring you down talk to your manager, talk to your educator, like you said, talk to your colleagues, talk to your doctors. Everyone is there as a team to help each other out. Um, so that's what helps me out. As well, getting good night's sleeps. When mm -hmm. I'm working during a set, just sleeping well, eating well are the best. Yeah. Best and I also go. have a feeling like if you don't feel good about doing something or you feel kind of unsteady about something, just ask. And then ask also like get your manager, get your coordinator, get your CN, or even just get another nurse on the phone and be like, like, what do you feel about this? Because I'm kind of concerned. I don't yeah. feel right about it. Like, mm -hmm. something is off, but we don't know. Yeah. And our intuition, they heard, is, like, probably one of, like, you know, one of our assessments and things like that 100%. as well. Follow your gut. And, like, like I was saying, like, last night, my last night, I was, like, the um, recovery nurse, like, a PACU was giving me a post-op. And I was just, like, the way she was talking, the patient sounded really sick. Um, they actually had to give her Narcan, which is, like, oh, yeah, you, you give, like, opioids that. and things like that. And then Narcan is because they suppress their breathing so much, you have to give them medication to reverse everything. Mm -hmm. And she just got it. And I'm, like, do you really want to send her up? Like, don't you want to monitor for at least half an hour before sending her up? Like, what did she say? You know, and then she, and then she's like, okay, I'll send her up at two o'clock if you don't want to take it. I'm like, okay. And then I was like, you know what? I'm reading the note. It doesn't sound safe. So I call the coordinator. She called back and I'm like, yes, I trust you. If you think this patient is stable enough to come up to the floor, I agree. They ended up canceling the transfer, all the, you know, what? and then we didn't get her until like the next day or even the day after, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, so it's just like standing up for yourself and also being like, if you don't feel right about it, talk to somebody and then get somebody who can change it, like the coordinator to hold them back in recovery. Cause they're like one to one, one to two. Mm -hmm. Also the biggest thing is if you are burned out, so you are having several shifts or several like months or even years for some women mm -hmm. uh, or some nurses, not just women um, in general, if you're having these repetitive hefty shifts, um, very overwhelming shifts, 
it does get to you and you just won't pro- won't provide the best patient care. Yeah. You're going to be bitter. You're going to be rude to your patients. You're going to be rude to your team, which decreases your communication. Yeah. So just overall, your care that you're providing is just decreased. Mm-hmm. And as well, you're, you're just going to hate going to work. You're going to mm-hmm. dread it. You're going to be one of those nurses that we don't want to become, you know, those yeah. nurses that are just rude, bitter. So we just want to make sure that you target the burnout before you... It happens, yeah. yeah. you get there. And you talk to other end. people being like, do you feel this way? When Epic did start, I felt very like I didn't give adequate care because yeah. you were trying to learn this computer system. We're always looking and, at the computer. you know, like you've seen your patients for three minutes and you come out and you chart for the next half hour, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not right. But again, it was just a, a short kind of adaptation to that. How I usually cope with it is I just, um, I talk to my manager about it because I'm like, this is what happened last night. I felt, I did feel support. It was a great team, but I felt like I had to be one-on-one with a certain patient for almost the whole shift. For sure for the four hours because I was in a race call. Um, And then afterwards I had to do so much for him that unfortunately, like my other patients, like I forgot to do a set of vitals. I forgot to do a glucose scan and it wasn't the end of the world. The patients, I told them they knew about it. I filled out um, kind of a safety report being like, this shouldn't have happened, but like, why did it happen? It was basically me forgetting about, you know, just to do a quick set of vitals on somebody because I was so overwhelmed and exhausted with this one patient that I was basically in the room the whole shift and again I had five other patients on the night shift like it was hard and I talked to my manager about it being like what could I have done differently like you know and she's like people make mistakes but next time maybe we can work like write it on a worksheet to ask people like oh can you just look at the care plan to see if you need to do anything and I was like yeah it was my fault like I totally forgot yeah I think the biggest thing is one time I had three patients and usually we're one-on-one on labor and delivery delegating when I was to yeah. a point where I had like two laboring women and I have to make sure that I'm there with them oh my god um I had to go to the desk and told the church nurse listen if you can please give Nubain to one of my patients I need to go deal with this lady who is actively pushing yeah you know what I mean so I think just being able to say I can't do this right now I need help please help me and so you just delegate something to someone else this way you're providing best care but also stand up and say after the shift listen I think this this was a little bit of a hefty assignment we should consider maybe uh, spreading it out a little bit yeah, more yeah a little bit more that's even. great and standing up for yourself and but also knowing like if it's not right to you like just to stand up for yourself exactly that's great But nursing is not that negative, guys. So let's turn it around and let's talk about what we do on our days off. Let's talk about what makes us happy, what makes us de-stress. So Christine, what did I like actually that I remember is our Snapchat group with my line, like we like to go out. So because we have the same shifts that we work, we have the same days off. So we actually have a lot of girls night that will go over to, shout out to Daisy, Joni, Becky, and Mel, we go over to Daisy's house and then we have girls night. Like, and if we're post nights, we usually order in Chinese food or something, split it. It's like $10 a person. And then we just eat and kind of share stories. We drink, we just like let go of work. Yeah. And like, it basically builds bonds together because like you like each other, you hang out and stuff. So it's nice. It's fun. That's super sweet. Yeah, same with us. So we have um, we have a Snapchat group as well with our nursing friends that I went to nursing school with. So Christine, Matt, Kayla, I always we always yeah. 
Um, but the reason is because like we, we work in different areas. So just being able to say like, Hey, do you guys ever experience this? Like, mm -hmm. what do you guys do with it this? It is so different in which I love. Yeah. I, I love hearing those stories. I also love them hearing, like listening to me. I'm like, guys, this went really badly. And Christine will just like comment and say, it's okay, girl, you've got this. Just being able to be motivated. Um, yeah. Staying in groups with your friends and at work, but also sometimes it's a good idea to just kind of get away from work, just shift into, you know, just your own life. I love hanging out with my boyfriend because I'm able to just talk to him about, you know, my actual life, yeah. not just about work, you know, go out with him, go walk around, go on dates, just stay and watch a movie. Um, I love hanging out with my family uh, because you know what? I'm just disconnecting from my little mm -hmm. work world and just, you know, tuning more into myself. And mm -hmm. I think it's so great. And I find that since I have that like Snapchat like line group that I don't complain so much to my boyfriend or my family because yeah. everything that is like at work kind of stays at work yeah. and I don't like complain and I don't rant and I'm not miserable on my mm -hmm. days off because I've kind of like talked about it, learned from it yeah. and then moved on. So then you kind of forget about it, which is great because then you can actually point. enjoy your life, recuperate yeah. and then go back in a couple days. That's actually very true. Biggest, biggest uh, point that we want you guys to get from this is disconnect. When you have your days off, don't you? There's if there's no need for you to think about work, don't think about mm -hmm. work. Disconnect because this is your time for yourself. This is your time for you to grow. Um, so yeah, do your things. Do what you love. Go out. Stay in. Watch Netflix. Whatever you love to do, mm -hmm. you do it. Yeah, like sometimes the day before I shift, I like using a face mask just to, to rejuvenate my skin because mm -hmm. sometimes the hospital is very dry. Yeah. So I do that, some self-care, um, sometimes I have like a to bath. Drink wine. That's always yeah. good. Yeah, bath is good. <laughs> I don't take baths, but yeah. Yeah. And then we also um yearly, we usually have a tromblon trip with the, all of our yeah. nurses um that we go to. We set a weekend off that works for most of us. And then we go down for the whole weekend, go skiing, um, <laughs> talk, drink, eat, relax. Mm -hmm. We always get a place with a hot tub. And things like that. So that's super fun. And it's something that we kind of look forward to as yeah. well. Because you're like, hey, after this shift, I'm going to go have fun with my friends, yeah. you know. And it's worth it. Your life goes on after work. Do what you love to do. And, and fill yourself with all of the, the happiness and the enjoyment of things that you just generally like to do. And that's mm -hmm. what you have. That, that's our days off. The thing I want to add on is that sometimes on my five days off, it will be a Monday to Friday. Um, that I'm off and then I work the weekends. So a lot of traditional jobs, you work Monday to Friday, you get the weekends off. So I'm kind of reversed. I also learn to kind of be independent by myself, mm -hmm. learn to enjoy your own company yeah, and to figure out what you like to do by yourself and then go out with friends yeah. and stuff after. Yeah. Like for me, I get very like lonely if I'm at home for so long or, you know, so bored and things like that. So I've learned to like, you know, read a book, take a bath, work out. I actually like working out by myself. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, when my boyfriend gets home from work at around three or four, then we hang out, you know, yeah. or I'll have dinner ready and things like that. Yeah. And you get to work on your own hobbies, learn what you like to have. Some people get second jobs. Like it's, you know, it's all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true because it's it's true. Sometimes as nurses, we have shift work. We won't always be with people because they're going to be working and we're going to be off. So just being able to know what you like to do. Like what I like to do is really plan for my future. Like I love okay. to plan like career plan. I love to think, okay, where do I want to get in five years? Where do I want to get in two years? What do I, what steps do I have to take to get there? I love That's just awesome. setting out like my, I know it's a little bit of career 
oriented, but it's more to fulfill my, my goals, right? So I like to study. I, I, I'm working on my master's. I like to, to, to get on that. And that's, I, that's, that's what I like to do. Just always keep going and just figure out what you need to do to, to grow as, as a person, to enjoy, like Christine said, your company. It's so important, um, for, for your own good, you know, meditate, do yoga, just grow, grow yourself, grow your mm-hmm. soul, grow. I mean, I sound so hipstery, but yeah. it's true. But one of the things I like to do, like I have a like a blog and also my like life with Christine oh, yeah. thing. Guys, like, follow I like, up. Yeah. What is that called? Uh, it's at life with Christine underscore. We'll put it on the on the. Um, I like doing crafts. Like if I was in a nurse or when I'm retired, like I would love to do crafts and do like an Etsy shop. Like I love making <gasps> gifts. That's I love so making smart. things like that. And that. like sometimes if I'm just bored or kind of like lonely and kind of mad that I'm at home alone, I will look up a Pinterest thing or see whoever's birthday yeah. is, is coming up and then make something. Uh, and like that is truly what makes me happy like I love making crafts yeah yeah which is weird which is kind of like fun and nice but yeah that's so smart Christine the Etsy thing yeah Yeah, maybe one day yes you know what else is great also planning trips like plan trips yeah it's so much fun I love to go to concerts for anyone who knows me I love Shawn Mendes anytime (laughs) he's around you know I'm gonna go see my bae I'm gonna go to concerts I'm gonna go dancing I love dancing so, yeah, I love planning trips. Do you have any, any yeah. plans for the summer? Christine? And I feel like it's so worth it, too, because, like, when you work hard, you're like, this money is going towards a trip, you know? This it's like, it's going worth it. me, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not doing too, too much this year. Like, we have a lot of uh, cottages and camping trips this um, summer, and then I'm going to Maine, and then, oh, actually, I'm visiting my brother um, in Ohio, and one of my, like, what is it called? motivation was I picked up an overtime shift and all that money is going towards my trip to Ohio just to visit my brother go shopping and a lot of the parts is like he's going to be in school or at clinicals or whatever and I'll mostly be there for five days and I'll have a lot of time to myself so also exploring a city by yourself like it's okay to do you know yeah and I would have never done that a couple years ago but I just accepted that this is my lifestyle yeah people aren't gonna be home Monday to Friday yeah. so let me just live life on my own yeah. and live life with other people when yeah. they have a chance to you gotta go with the flow you gotta go with the flow girl that's awesome yeah um me. oh but you're also going to Europe too no that's next year though it, February. It counts. It counts. yeah it counts <laughs> yeah no everything you know what everything we do we work hard we try to save up for like trips um we're, we're gonna have some family over the summer so just being able to just plan ahead where we're gonna take them you know like go to water parks and just being able to plan a life away from work, I'm very excited to do that because, mm-hmm. you know, once I get my days off, I'm just like, it's a big relief. I love my job, yeah. but I'm just like, okay, what can I do for myself now? Yeah. Go out, get ready, go shopping. Mm-hmm. Save your and money we're also, too. like Joanna's um, leading a group, like we're all from our nursing school and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. we put out like oh, yeah. three random dates for all of us to meet up and it's going to work, you know, like yeah. people are just going to, you know work have life events but just try to meet up with your friends yeah try to have that like Like a little reunion yeah try to have that kind of connection and relationship with your friends because it is important just (laughs) to be with other people and you know figure out what people are doing what they're up to yeah like I haven't seen these people for like maybe a year even almost two there's a couple almost two so that's awesome yeah try to disconnect guys and have fun and love your life yeah more than just work
So that wraps up episode four. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. We hope that you learned something new, that you're going to, you know, cope better, learn some coping skills, and just know that it's okay to feel down, feel nervous, Mm -hmm. but it's what you do with it. So we learned, you know, we're still getting it through it now, and we hope that we helped at least one person Mm -hmm. throughout this podcast. Make sure if you guys have any questions at all regarding self-care, regarding anxiety, Follow us on social media. Um, we are at the nurses off duty on Instagram. Hit us a DM. Uh, also, we want to shout out all of our followers who are listening to us, especially Emily Chevary. I hope I said that right. Oh my goodness! You can follow her at N Curry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it down on, on the description below. Thank yeah. you so much for commenting. Thank and you so if much. you want our next shout out, be sure to comment what you have planned this summer and yes. what you're going to do for yourself um, and things like that. Let's be nurses who help other nurses, whether that's on or off duty. Take care, guys. See Bye. You next time. Bye.